Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great discussion today. We're going to talk about sales. I know everybody always makes faces at that, right? You know, oh, I don't want to be a salesman. Sorry, folks, your business isn't going to succeed if you're not in sales. Um, and but the key is to make it a process to, that to, that makes it as simple and as easy and as successful as possible. And so, you know, that's why I am so excited to be talking with my guest today. So please join me in welcoming Jim Padilla to our program today. Welcome, Jim. How are you doing? Hi, Deb. Thanks for having me on. I'm very excited to be here. Looking forward to our conversation. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this. So Jim Padilla is a global impact strategist and investor and the founder and CEO of Gain the Edge, a done-for-you provider of industry-leading sales systems and unicorn sales professionals, which he co-heads with his wife, Cindy Padilla. Jim and his wife have generated over $250 million in sales for a long line of high-level entrepreneurs. Their mission is to help purpose-driven thought leaders untangle themselves from the day-to-day minutiae of seeking leads and sales so they're free to amplify their impact while scaling their business. So again, Jim, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I always like finding out how my guests got to where they are today because nobody woke up, you know, when they were four years old and went, this is what I want to do when I grow up. And, you know, who we are and and the the travel and journey that we have been through has really made us what we are today. So tell us a little bit about how you discovered this is your passion in life. Yeah, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting, um, at least to me, uh, every time I tell it, uh, you know, I, I was... I was born to um, teenage parents. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, obviously as teenagers, they did not quite have the skill set necessary to raise a child effectively, Mm -hmm. did the best they could with what they had. But, uh, you know, things got tough and I was a pretty abusive environment. My dad took off. My mom, you know, she resorted to just fear and rage and Mm -hmm. and violence. And so I got beat with whatever was in sight pretty much. And Mm -hmm. by the time I was 13, I was in foster care on the streets at 16 running in gangs and in wow. jail by 19. Oh my. So I spent the first 20 years of my life spending every minute of mm-hmm. every day literally thinking about how do I influence the people around me mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't see me as a threat so mm-hmm. they could see me as an ally and mm-hmm. then wouldn't want to hurt me. That was how I right. that was how mm-hmm. I protected myself. Yeah, you did not want to be a target. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I started learning how to be of service and of value to people. And essentially, again, you know, not really for their own benefit, but for Mm -hmm. mine. And so I learned how to Mm -hmm. manipulate the room and read the room. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, little did I know that, you know, 20 years later, I'd be making millions of dollars teaching other people Mm -hmm. how to read the room, Mm -hmm. 
influence the room into their direction so that they could get people to you know diffuse the environment mm -hmm. around them so they wouldn't see you as a threat mm -hmm. so that they would want to be able to give you your credit card and buy from you mm -hmm. and you know because people don't realize a lot of times that's the biggest thing holding up people from giving you their credit card is they feel threatened they're protect right. they're trying to protect themselves mm -hmm. And half the time, not even listening to what you're talking about because mm -hmm. you're so busy wondering what you're going to sell them. Right. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. What are you going to sell me? What are you going to make me buy? Exactly. So that, you know, th that was the, that, that was where we moved to. And then, you know, I got into business. I've always been a, a an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. always been a person who leveraged other people's talent to be able to help me. I started doing the first time I did it was in, you know, second grade. We were, I didn't do lemonade stands, but we used to have keychains and wallets okay. and stuff that mm -hmm. we make. And we'd, I'd have multiple corners going with my buddies and mm -hmm. I would just make the rounds collecting the quarters thing that we were making. Mm -hmm. And that was my first sales enterprise. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, my, one of my most favorite was when I was in fifth grade, you know, those, you remember the scholastic book right. mm -hmm. orders? Mm -hmm. Well, we 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 had a competition. Whoever collected the most got to put a pie in the face of their fa of the teacher that they wanted. Oh. I desperately wanted to put a pie in Mr. Henry's face, mm -hmm. so I gathered all my buddies who I knew weren't going to sell a bunch, but they were going to do the obligatory sell to your mom and to your cousins mm -hmm. and your neighbor. And so I had all of them collect the orders. We put them all on my order form, mm -hmm. and we won. So I won. Yes, and we got to put the pie in Mr. Henry's <laughs> face. Right. So I was leveraging sales teams from a very young age mm -hmm. without actually right. really thinking about that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I, I my first business venture was uh, as a, an alarm company. I had an, an ADT security dealership. We mm -hmm. had phone rooms. We had door knocking teams in three different cities and, uh, you know, did pretty well with it. And it was a, it was a pretty awesome uh, adventure uh, mm -hmm. until the day that um, I had I sent an installer to do a collect on demand on install um, CCTV system. Ah. with a gentleman at a used car dealership mm -hmm. who was trying to talk him out of paying him. So he's <laughs> of like, course. Hey, Jim, they're mm -hmm. not going to pay. You got to come down here. So I go down after about an hour conversation. I find out that this guy's got a license and mortgage and he, you know, he was fascinated by my ability to build sales teams. Mm -hmm. he's like, Hey, let's fill this place. Let's sell mortgages mm -hmm. and we'll split the profit. So mm -hmm. that was on Friday. Monday, we had 35 loan officers in the office, Whoa! training them up and going, mm -hmm. I didn't even know what mortgage, I barely, I was learning on the fly. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, another multi-million dollar enterprise was born mm -hmm. running a, a mortgage shop. And then that took us right up until 2008, because unfortunately we didn't do it very well. We were only selling bad loans that people did not belong in because we had made a lot of money doing it. Mm -hmm. And so when that went upside down, our business, we were out of business in a minute because right. we, we didn't have good business practices mm -hmm. that built a long, sustainable mm -hmm. pipeline of, mm -hmm. of future people. Um, but but the real, the real um, turning point for me was uh, later in that summer in 2008, I had come across a daughter of a woman who I put into a loan. Her mother was 72 years old. We did a refinance into a into a, an option arm that put cash in her in her pocket, but we knew that was going to flip when mm. when it capsized and she mm. lost her home. Mm. And um, her daughter saw me at a gas station and said, "You know what? You're the devil. You're evil. You deserve whatever is going to come to you." Mm. My mother is living in that car now, mm -hmm. and. I really wanted a car to run me over because I didn't know what else, how else to respond. Right? Yeah, you were just devastated. No, yeah, I, and partly, largely because uh, she was right. You know, I, I knew she was right, and so that moment happened in a flash, but it sure felt like one of the longest moments of my life where I, mm -hmm. I was just processing everything. I was like, okay, I have this huge track record of being able to influence people effectively. Mm -hmm. 
I have also a track record of leaving a wreckage of people where mm -hmm. I've gone and I have got to do something differently. I have to learn how to use these powers that I've got for mm -hmm. good for the service of others so that I don't feel this way. Mm -hmm. Right. And so literally my whole sales process was born in that moment. I just mm -hmm. took everything out of the sales process that left me feeling bad mm -hmm. or left other people feeling bad. Mm -hmm. And I only put into things that were of service and of value. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we call it a park bench approach to um, to making sales because you mm -hmm. should be able to sit down with any random stranger in 30 minutes or less and mm -hmm. know what they want, why they mm -hmm. want it, what's in the way of them getting it, what are they willing to give up to get it, and when do they want to mm -hmm. start. And that's got nothing to do with a funnel. And it's mm -hmm. got nothing to do with where they came from. Every human being you should be able to have that conversation mm -hmm. with. And once you find out what they want, then you go, oh, I could solve that. Or right. I know somebody who can. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's where I started doing sales training. And then shortly thereafter, uh, I had a gentleman who was an, up, an emerging rock star in the coaching industry named Bill Barron, who was about ready to do his first seven-figure launch. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, instead of training my team, how come? How about can you do the sales for our company, mm -hmm. for the launch? Mm -hmm. And I said, sure. Like a good entrepreneur would. I had no mm -hmm. idea what a launch was. Right. Okay. One, right? <laughs> no systems, no process. I had no team. It was just me and my wife. And we said, okay, well, I went and recruited a dozen of my friends and, and clients and said, hey, you want to make some sales, make some money doing sales for this launch for the next few weeks? We all said yes. We had no systems. We had a Google Doc. It was crazy. Uh, you know, three weeks later, a $1.6 million Whoa. successful train wreck of a mm -hmm. launch. Um, we a, a niche was born. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we had a line at the door and people are going, Hey, can you sell for my launch? Can you sell mm -hmm. for my event? And we were going crazy. And you know, we're just, you know, $50 million worth of sales later in events, you know, over the next two years, we were going nuts with it and, you know, systems, process, strategies, and team, and, and everything was going great. Uh, and then people just wanted to have us stick around to sell between launches. So then we said yes to that and said mm -hmm. to figure out how do we build ongoing evergreen sustainable mm -hmm. systems that can you know for salespeople to grow mm -hmm. and that was uh you know that was eight years ago and now we've just been we've been rolling we are mm -hmm. you know the most loved and well-respected sales solution in the industry and uh, we have really it's taken me some time to step into owning mm -hmm. that but uh i really i like that claiming that people just really mm -hmm. love the fact that we care so much and that mm -hmm. we uh, we build a branded seamless representation mm -hmm. of people's company and sell as an extension of them mm -hmm. we don't show up looking to close people into sales mm -hmm. and sell your products, we show up delivering an experience that mm. leads to sales. Mm -hmm. And it's just a different in, in, a different experience altogether. It it's is. so much more rewarding and enjoyable mm -hmm. and extremely right. profitable. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and I love <laughs> hearing your story because first of all, you could have kept going down that bad path, you know, starting from when you were a child, um, right. you know, and, and the fact that you turn things around, I mean, just so commendable. You know, and, and, but your story also makes me think why so many people go, ooh, sales, ooh, salespeople, bad, bad. Um, and I think we probably all had those experiences with at least feeling like we were taken advantage of, um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and so then we don't want to do sales. Well, uh, you know, again, right. if we're in business, if we don't do sales, our business doesn't succeed. Doesn't matter if we've got the greatest thing in the world. We have to sell it, um, right. you know, and, and, and we've all heard the no like trust, you know, that's, that really is very much a part of it, but it's, it is difficult for somebody to, because we do have that mindset of salespeople are bad. They're evil. They're, um, you know, they're going to try and twist your arm into spending money that you shouldn't be spending. 
and then there's no way to get out. Um, you know, I remember years ago I had uh, uh, you know door to, a door to door salesperson came yeah. in, and he was selling a, a, a big thing of pots and pans. <laughs> now, you know, I was this young single girl, and this salesperson was this very handsome young man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and so of course I signed up for it. I had absolutely no business signing up for that because it was probably going to be like a $3,000 investment for pots and pans. Um, you know, it was a monthly installment. It was all of these things. And, you know, it, it, I had buyer's remorse immediately. You know, right. it was, and, but getting out of that contract was next to impossible. I mean, you know, I ended up having to go um, higher up to, to, to folks in the state of Colorado because Colorado had laws that protected people from, you know, from, from things like that. I mean, it was, I think it was, it's uh, the 30 day buyer's remorse type okay. of thing. Right. And, and so, you know, that was how I finally got out of it. But that was probably the first time that just really left this bad taste in my mouth where I thought, yuck, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to be that. So, you know, when I hear about processes like yours that make people feel good, you know, be, and and you feel good doing it. I mean, it's it's just fascinating. So tell me more about the process. Yeah, um, you know, I, and I totally appreciate that perspective. I think we've all been there. Um, you know, um, when I had my alarm company, we used to have a a three. We could we tried to do next day installs because mm -hmm. you know it's effective. We were in a neighborhood right. today. We wanted mm -hmm. an install team coming right behind us, um, and we would do it. Um, but we because we it, there was people. If you gave them too much time to think about it, then you would lose the opportunity right. for the mm -hmm. sale. Yeah, the, we come legally, to our senses, right? <laughs> right. But in the state of California, they could cancel within three days. And so a lot of the companies wouldn't install you for three days. We just did the numbers and said, we we make more, even though we might have to cancel a couple mm -hmm. of people by just getting the install done and right. getting people excited mm -hmm. about what they're, what mm -hmm. they're doing. Because then they but, tell their neighbors, hey, look what I did. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, when, when it comes to... Here, here's the first piece of this. Um, I, I will say, um, I don't have, you know, we're not a scripted company. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to actually have a podcast named called Sales Unscripted. Mm -hmm. And and the focus is, um, you know, no script. Their scripts are designed mostly so that you don't forget certain things. Right. They're mm -hmm. not designed to tell you what to do. And they right. sure as heck can't tell you how to think or who to mm -hmm. be. And too many times people step into a script at the expense of being themselves. Mm -hmm. And so we really focus on showing having you show up as the full measure of yourself because you know deb you've been selling every day of your life mm -hmm. right you sell your kids you sell your spouse you sell you know on what to eat for dinner you sell your kids on eating mm -hmm. vegetables before you know before they can go outside right. doing mm -hmm. their homework mm -hmm. before they whatever um you know you sell your friends on going to italian instead mm -hmm. of uh you know a mexican restaurant mm -hmm. and you know, you do it every day and we do it in service to people and we know how to be influential. We know how right. to be passionate. We know how mm -hmm. to care about people. We know how to say things. We know how to hold them accountable to making a decision because mm -hmm. we do it every day. Mm -hmm. But somehow as entrepreneurs, we get into a conversation with a potential client and all of a sudden we put on this hat. Mm -hmm. It says, I'm now the salesperson. And yes. I'm going and to the act lights like go this. Doo, 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 yeah, doo, doo, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this. I'm, and then we wonder why people aren't buying. And it's because you're now doing the one thing that you're not supposed to do, mm -hmm. which is be yourself. You're supposed to be you. People will buy you right. before they buy anything else. Mm -hmm. And they will buy you above everything mm -hmm. else. And when you start diving into all of these processes that say, here's how you're supposed to do it, mm -hmm. then you become the one thing that people won't buy. 
mm-hmm. right? Which is not you. And so that's our, our focus is we strip things out of the way and we put you in a position to show up as the highest version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because from here, you can then pull people up here with you mm-hmm. and from above all the fray. Cause you got to remember when people are coming to buy something from you, mm-hmm. for the most part, they're broken on some level. The thing that they're trying to solve, they're deficient in. Mm-hmm. And from down there, they don't, they're, they're messed up in the turmoil and they mm-hmm. don't know how to make a great decision from down mm-hmm. there. So they're going to react. Mm-hmm. Their job is to bring them up above it so they can look down on it and go, mm-hmm. see that? That's a little bit of a struggle and that's a mess. And that's what's going to cost you. And over here, if we solve mm-hmm. this, this is a better path. And you're like, mm-hmm. you're an advisor and you're, right. you know, you're an advocate and you're working mm-hmm. together to lead them to a solution. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, that actually makes sense. I think I can do that. And I want to do that. Now they're buying a future outcome instead of buying your product. And they're not, you're not trying to convince them from a place of fear and scarcity. You're educating them based on a place from a place of, you know, of strength and future vision. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just so much more effective and it's, and it's so much more conducive to what you do as a human being. Cause mm-hmm. you do that for the people you care about every day. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So that's the game we're playing. You know, if you just picture your, your sister, your brother, who, you know, your favorite sibling, if you have one, we all have one. Um, mm-hmm. And if you were, you know, if you were at a, at a coffee shop with your favorite sibling or, or close friend, mm-hmm. and she was telling you that, you know, I'm just really struggling. He's cheating on me or mm-hmm. he's beating me. And and, you, and you're going, look, you got to leave this guy. This mm-hmm. is done. This isn't mm-hmm. going to work. And she's like, well, you know, yeah, I agree, but I'll do it next year. Mm-hmm. Call me back next year and I'll leave him then. Mm-hmm. What would you say? You'd be like, uh, no, we're getting in the car. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're leaving. Mm-hmm. You're packed. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I actually had to do this for my sister-in-law mm-hmm. one time. Um, but but you, for some reason, we won't do that with a prospect who's got right. a real problem to solve. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you know what? I'll buy next year. And you go, okay. Right. Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. We no, don't want to bother. You know, because that's the thing. Salespeople are, they harass you. So we don't want to bother. Right. Exactly. That's what's going on here. Right. We mm-hmm. bring our, our trash mm-hmm. right. to the party. Mm-hmm. And then we throw our trash on the pile and we don't know the difference between our trash and their trash. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that we're always clear and free from this. You mm-hmm. have to have a very strong relationship mm-hmm. with the truth mm-hmm. of what you deliver and what mm-hmm. you serve. And if you right. know for a fact that you have a solution mm-hmm. and the cure for what ails them and you've done your due diligence, so mm-hmm. you're not just talking to any random person, mm-hmm. you're talking to people who came into your world because mm-hmm. they have this problem and they're they're needing to solve it. Mm-hmm. Now it's your job to be that powerful stance. You can leave mm-hmm. the trash outside and you can say, look, uh, you just told me 20 minutes ago that you cannot live with this any longer. Mm-hmm. This has to change. And right. you don't ever want to deal with this any mm-hmm. longer. Now that you know there's a solution, you must move heaven and earth to solve mm-hmm. it. And then now because we said it's $5,000, you're now saying it's not a priority. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Let's talk about right. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So then you're having a conversation about problem solving. Mm-hmm. You're not selling a product. Mm-hmm. Right? And people appreciate it because for the most part, you know, you're the only person in their life that is actually going to challenge them in this situation mm-hmm. and hold them accountable to making a great mm-hmm. decision, whatever that decision is. Mm-hmm. That, that great decision doesn't mean they buy great decision means mm-hmm. they're clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They may still say no, but they'll say no in the, in the correct way. They, they will have gone open. through that decision process. Absolutely. And then, you know, I mean, when you, if you think about that, imagine that experience, do you feel bad about that? Mm-hmm. Do you carry guilt with that? Right. right? I, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I feel very good right. about what I do. I feel regardless. You might of what be bummed that you didn't make the sale, but you treated them the right way. Correct. 
And the thing that we've learned when you're in business long enough, then you, you know, some of our best referral partners were people mm-hmm. who didn't buy mm-hmm. because they right. felt the because value. you treated them well. Amen. Mm-hmm. They felt the value. They mm-hmm. felt like, okay, he's an expert. They're great mm-hmm. at what they do. And they treated me like a human. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, so then, and then, you know, those people tend to stick around. They still mm-hmm. follow you. They just may not ever buy, but the, we've had some, like I said, our best referral partners are people who have not ever bar- purchased mm-hmm. our services. Right. You know? Because they know your reputation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if you do that, it's just a rewarding, you know, uh, I'm, I'm on a mission to bring nobility and, and respect back to the sales game because, mm-hmm. you know, again, you've been doing it your whole life. So why mm-hmm. disguise it? Let's just start doing it with intention and purpose mm-hmm. now, the same way you do it in your own life. Right. Right. So, you know, it's, it, it is, it's just, like you said, we do it all the time. And, you know, it, it's, and we don't, well, yeah, we might feel guilty if we're, you know, saying, oh, you know, eat this pizza. And you're not saying it's cauliflower crust. <laughs> um, you know, but My wife tries that on me. I know, you know, I'm like, no, you can't fool me. No. Um, but you were still doing that. You know, she was doing that from the, the perspective of your health. Right. right. And so it wasn't that she was just trying to trick you. She was trying to to maybe trick you a little bit, but then say, hey, wasn't this was okay. And it's so much healthier for you. Now, if you went, oh, yuck, nope, um, then that would be different. And then, you know, but, but yeah, it's, I think, you know, it's, it's still, it's, it's tricky to know when to, to keep pushing and when to completely back off, um, you know, because we don't want to be that, that pain, but we also don't want to miss out on the fact that, you know, maybe just another little nudge would have made the sale. So, you know, you mentioned in the fa- in the start, reading the room. And right. I think that's so important is, you know, knowing, okay, is this person really saying no and they're done? Or, you know, I, I one of the, the things that somebody told me is, you know, are they saying no, as in no, mm-mm, or no, not now, or no, but tell me some more. I mean, you know, now no is no, and you should just back off. But when you've got the other things where you're reading them, that's where it's, it gets a little bit difficult. Well, let, let me give you an, ex- uh, an example. When I had my alarm company, um, first of all, side note, anybody who is looking to hire a salesperson who has had success going door to door, please hire them. Oh yeah. They're good Mm -hmm. because they have proven that they can endure hell Mm -hmm. and still be around to serve people. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, we used to go out and, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time training people. Mm -hmm. We would literally recruit them. And we called it when I had my alarm company, the, the, the the jargon was we recruit them in masses, train them in classes and then kick them out on their asses. Mm -hmm. And so we would, we would start with 150 people, get 50 of them going. By the end of the week, we had five people that we wanted Mm -hmm. to keep. Because a lot of them just self-selected out. They're right. Like, they were like, no, uh-uh. Cannot mm-hmm. do this. And um, we we went, to, we were going door to door one day and we took this kid. He was a 19-year-old kid. We went to the door. First door we knock on. Guy's on the phone. Jumps on. We, we have our spiel. Mm-hmm. And he, a few explicatives. And what the hell is wrong with you guys? And yeah, but slams the door mm-hmm. and goes, the kid who, that we were training, mm-hmm. the, he walked out and said, I'm out. And he walked to the corner, called oh. his ride, and he left. Mm-hmm. We were walking neighborhood, and about 15 minutes later or so, mm-hmm. the guy, the homeowner, came and found us. Mm-hmm. 
and to apologize. Mm -hmm. And he said, look, man, I just had a really, really rough day Mm -hmm. was dealing. My wife is in the hospital and we're having some Mm -hmm. issues. Um, And then I got home and found a phone call. The phone call I had was my 16 year old daughter just told me that she had crashed a car. Oh, And then you knocked on my door. Mm -hmm. Worst possible timing. You know, and I don't ever, you can't ever assume facts, not in evidence. Right. If somebody hangs up on you, all mm-hmm. you know for a fact is they hung up on you. You right. do not you have know no they're idea not why. Mm-hmm. Totally. So you can't make up your own stories mm-hmm. around this stuff. And, but the, 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 there are so many lessons in that. Cause number one, again, you don't, the only thing you know if somebody hasn't returned your call is that they haven't returned your call. Mm-hmm. You have no idea why. Right. This, and, you know, we don't know whatever he's dealing with today, he's not going to be dealing with six months from now. Mm-hmm. Or six weeks from now, mm-hmm. or potentially six days from now, and so you all the only people the only thing that people know for a fact when they say no is that in this moment, right. I know I don't want it. Yes, that's all they know mm-hmm. because they don't know what's going to happen six months down the road. They're mm-hmm. going to be in a different station, mm-hmm. time and station in life. So are you, right. and all of a sudden circumstances could mm-hmm. be different. Right, next time you mm-hmm. come through the neighborhood, their neighbor across the mm-hmm. street could have just been robbed. Right. And they're like, or, okay, what what do we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you got some all night drug dealer house mm-hmm. down the street that has moved in and now all of a sudden they want more protection and mm-hmm. safety. So everybody in your life is the same way. So just learn how to be valuable and relevant over time with people. Right. You have to have systems and processes mm-hmm. that will help you predictably mm-hmm. stay valuable and relevant mm-hmm. in their world over time so that when they're ready to buy, you're the person they buy right. from. Right. Right. Because I know for a fact, I saw guys do it. Um, you know, he can slam that door and I've seen guys kick the door. You yeah. SOB, don't slam the door in my face. Right. Guess what? He ain't ever going to buy from you. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they need it. No. Right? You, you lost that one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But when he slams that door and we're like, hey, I wonder what's going on. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like a reasonable response. Mm-hmm. Right? So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Sometime, and over time, I learned to be even being more mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, the times we come back and drop a card on the door. Mm-hmm. Hope you have a great day. Right. Sorry to inconvenience you, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And just, you know, cause then they're at a place where they're going, you know, most people don't act that way out mm-hmm. of normal right? right? People don't hang up on the phone with you mm-hmm. just because you asked them to buy something, mm-hmm. right? So give people the benefit of the doubt and assume that they're going through something or mm-hmm. dealing with something and you're just the person mm-hmm. there and how you respond could change mm-hmm. everything. Right. 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 And that's of course the problem where we, people have scripts. Because they get so caught up in, I'm going to read this or tell it to you, you know, if you're in person, that they're not looking for those subtle type of, of things. Um, right. You know, and, and I remember one time I had somebody that came to the door and fairly young, you know, early 20s probably. And she said, um, is your, and, and, you know, and of course I knew right away she was a salesperson and, you know, and I, I try to not be rude. I mean, you know, if I'm not interested, I try and very politely say I'm not interested. Now I might lie and say, I have a family member who does that, or we rent or you right. know, <laughs> things like that. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to slam the door on her face or anything. And, you know, she said something along the lines of, you know, is your husband at home? And I said, no. And, you know, and, and then she, hmm, because she, she was wanting to talk to the husband. And, and so somewhere the along in there, it came all the way down to, you know, how about your grandkids? And then I was insulted. <laughs> you know? But she had been, you know, she was working on the script. Yeah. And, and I stopped her at one point and I said, you've been told to ask these questions in this order, right? And, and of course, which threw her because she didn't know how to respond. And I said, you know, the questions you asked me 
were showing that you thought that I was old and not smart enough to do this on my own. And, and I said, so I don't care what it is that you're selling. I will never buy from you because of that. And, and I said, you know, but you have the courage to be here. So that's, you know, that was good. And I said, you just need to kind of go about this differently. And, you know, she, she left, she was, you know, she, you know, she was like, I'm not going to make the sale. And, and she, but she didn't know what to do because her training had been, you do this. Right. You don't read any, you know, there's, there's no, no variation. There's nothing. It was just, you do this. And I think that's probably the problem that we see with so many people is they have that script. They have that training, you know, even, even when they're just going through it in their own head and you, when you get them off track, they don't know what to do. <laughs> you right. know? And, but more importantly, they're not catching the fact that this person's have a really bad day. And maybe I should just say, you know, I'll come back. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, th there's so many times too where you're talking to somebody and you're saying, you know, hey, how was your day going? You know, spend you know some pleasantries. You know, right. I don't believe in just lame niceties. Mm -hmm. Don't say, don't say the hey, I like mm -hmm. your carpet if mm -hmm. you don't. I mean, but you know, it's like you know, have your day been going well? And you're like, oh boy, it's been a hard day. I just came back from the hospital. My mom, my mother's been in ICU. Mm -hmm. And you go, okay, well, you ready to talk and dive in? And but it's mm -hmm. like. You just, you got an elephant in the room that you have just ignored and you're brought right. through the entire conversation because mm -hmm. the first thing you should be addressing is, wow, how's your mother? Yeah. I'm so sorry mm -hmm. to hear that. Mm -hmm. Is this conversation right. still mm -hmm. the right thing to do today? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, can we help? Is it the mm -hmm. problem you're trying to solve mm -hmm. a high enough priority that we still need to address it? Right. Or do mm -hmm. we need to wait until you yeah. can deal with it? And, and it's easy enough to say, is there a time I can come back? Right. You know, but of course, most people know. They're, you know, the, that that's where they get totally blown off. Um, but, you know, if, the, if somebody's interested, they're going to say, you know, today's not a good day, but can you stop by tomorrow right. or leave your materials or something? Um, but yeah, it's that, it's having that little bit of human empathy. I think right. this is, is the important thing. You know, I always love the, the people who show up at my door, like at six o'clock yeah. and, and I go and I say, you know, hello. And, you know, and, and of course COVID, it, you know, it, like they're halfway across the block when um, you're having to yell back and forth at each other. That's always entertaining. Um, but I say, you know, and, and they'll start with the pleasantries and I'll say, you know, we're right in the middle of dinner and there's two responses they can give. So sorry. Enjoy your dinner. We'll come back some other time. But what we usually get is this won't take long. Right. Nope. <laughs> Again, doesn't matter what you're selling me. You know, I'm, I'm not going to pay attention to you while I'm, you know, maybe something burning on the stove or getting cold or whatever. Yeah. Now, you know, it's just, yeah. again, it's, well, have you know, empathy. It, it's so many times just little bitty steps because there's nothing wrong with asking or saying this won't take long. Right. If you first have asked, is this yes. still a good time? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this still a good time? Right. Well, I don't mm -hmm. know. Well, this will only take a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you mm -hmm. don't go, oh, you're having dinner. Well, this won't take long. I mean, mm -hmm. you're just literally saying, I'm right. not interested in what I you don't care. said to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What mm -hmm. you said to me is irrelevant because mm -hmm. I have something else I want to say to you. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's where it's like, again, it's just the ability to read the room. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I would say it's a, it's a maturity thing, but I, you know, I did learn it young, but of course I, you know, extenuating circumstances, mm -hmm. but I think it's more than anything is this got to be intentional. Mm -hmm. You have to be, you have to be focusing on it. If you make a point and intention to mm -hmm. observe, just be like, you know, situational mm -hmm. awareness, you have to, mm -hmm. where are you and what's going on right. and what would be different about it today? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that complicated if you're really paying attention. Mm -hmm. Right.
Now, in, in your bio, we talked about the fact that you have a done-for-you provider of industry-leading sales systems. Yes. So I'll do your spiel there for you. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, because to me, it, it did pique my interest. You know, I thought, oh, and, and I'll tell you, the part that piqued my interest is the done-for-you part. Because right. like I said, we don't want to be in sales. And so if, you, if it comes done for me, I'm like, ooh, this sounds right. interesting. So tell me more about that. Well, we are a a plug and play. Uh, we are a fractional sales division. So mm-hmm. people hire us when they're at a place where they're ready to take some some you know exponential growth in their mm-hmm. business. Uh, you're at a place where you're the you know usually it's the founder doing all the sales, right? And you're you're thinking you know nobody else can sell what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I know because all the I'm the only one you know correct mm-hmm. and. Uh, or, and so a lot of times the only, and that, that's often that's truth. That's the mm-hmm. case. And it's because your offer might be so complicated or right. lack, not compelling mm-hmm. that you're the worst. You're the only person who can make it seem magical. Um, whereas, you know, or a highly trained salesperson, mm-hmm. right? And we're not, we don't, we don't, we're not a proponent of high end rock stars. Mm-hmm. We believe that your, your offer should be able to be sold consistently and predictably mm-hmm. by an average salesperson. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot more average salespeople than there mm-hmm. are rock stars. Plus, right. I can tell you as one as one who's been one and is one, you don't want rock stars most of the time because mm-hmm. they're hard to find, they're hard to keep, mm-hmm. they're hard to train, you know, they get bored easily, right. they're looking for the next opportunity, mm-hmm. they're always going to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot going on mm-hmm. there. Um, but what you want to be able to do is just put a nice have your offer packaged in a way that is clear and compelling to people mm-hmm. so that they want it. You want to have a really clearly laid out prospect journey mm-hmm. that leads the ideal avatar predictably mm-hmm. to the intersection of pain and solution mm-hmm. with a system that leads them there that a, that again, a, a good salesperson who's a great human, mm-hmm. we, we recruit level 10 humans, mm-hmm. level six and seven salespeople. Mm-hmm. And then we just wrap them around a, a system that helps them shine like a rock star. Mm-hmm. And then they can consistently and predictably overachieve. Mm-hmm. Right. So we build the systems that makes salespeople great. And then we plug salespeople into those mm-hmm. systems mm-hmm. that deliver for you so that we can remove you from the sales process. Mm-hmm. Our goal is not to optimize you as a sales professional, right. it's to remove you from the process so mm-hmm. that you can go be the visionary. You can mm-hmm. you can create your movement, build your mm-hmm. empire, whatever it is you're going to do. But like mm-hmm. you said earlier, nobody woke up at four, at four years old and said, I want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nobody said, open a business because you wanted to sell stuff. Right. Because, well, right. well, yeah, we're like, ew. Um, right. So we want to get you free from that. So mm-hmm. you can be, you know, you'll be able to pursue the things that you want to do while you can still make revenue and start mm-hmm. scaling your company. Right. You know, I, I love that you mentioned, you know, that the avatar, because of course I'm a marketing person. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're always saying you have to, to pick your, you know, who your target audience is, um, you know, and, and, and that's so important because it, it, I, I say this anytime we discuss this on the program, you know, we look at people and we say, so, you know, Jim, tell me who your, your target market is. And you look at me and you say, everyone. No, <laughs> you know, right. there is, I don't think there is a product in the world or, you know, let's, let's make it smaller, a product in the United States that is for everyone. Right. You know, there's, there's something that, that, you know, differentiates it. Now you might have a bigger market or a very small market. And in which case, if it's a really small market, then you're going to have a premium price probably that that's tied to it. But, you know, it, it's, you, you need to know what you're selling and who you're selling to, you know, I, you know we were talking about alarm systems. You're not going to go to an area where clearly people are renting 
to try and sell alarm systems because they can't put those in. Um, right. You know, you're going to go to an established neighborhood where more than likely most of the people are the homeowner. Um, you know, and and so yeah, it's just little things like that because it, it is discouraging to be told no. And it's really discouraging to be told no when you didn't do your homework. Right. Well, especially, yeah, when it's easily avoidable and that's the mm -hmm. whole, you know, when, when you've, when you've done that work ahead of time, mm -hmm. you know who you're talking to. And when, when we talk about an ideal avatar, we're not just saying somebody who might be close. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we talk about the bleeding neck problem. They mm -hmm. got to have a bleeding neck problem. Right. Mm -hmm. That is clearly the one that you solve. Mm -hmm. And the 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 image of a bleeding neck problem like think about when's the last time your your neck got sore mm -hmm. and you went to the hospital mm -hmm. you don't go to the hospital mm -hmm. because you have a sore neck you just right. put some ice on it or you stretch right. or you get yeah, a massage some you do something. And, yeah. but mm -hmm. but when your neck's when you got a gusher coming out your neck mm -hmm. there's not many you need options. it fixed now yeah you're calling mm -hmm. 911 you're getting to the hospital mm -hmm. you're going to get it fixed mm -hmm. right well every single business no matter what it is you mm -hmm. have a version of that person. You have mm -hmm. a person who with a bleeding neck problem mm -hmm. that is just waiting for you to solve it, mm -hmm. right? Your job is to find out who that person is, mm -hmm. right? And that's what we, we help work on that, put that mm -hmm. in place so that you have the bleeding neck problem, the avatar mm -hmm. with the bleeding neck problem. And then you construct a prospect journey that moves them predictably closer to your, to the mm -hmm. solution. It doesn't have to solve it right away, but they need right. to know that every step they take in your world, mm -hmm. that they're getting closer to the solution, that they mm -hmm. feel like, oh, this is the right place. I'm mm -hmm. here where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when you've done enough of that, whether it's on a webinar, video trainings, your emails or whatever, by the time they get to a place where the offer is made, the offer mm -hmm. is logical. Right. And it makes sense and compelling. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. yes, that's of course, that's mm -hmm. the offer. That makes perfect sense. And I need mm -hmm. that now because I'm bleeding here. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you get them on the phone with a sales rep who is a perfect extension of your brand, who mm -hmm. really understands you, who mm -hmm. cares, who knows the pain and the, and, and the experience that they're going through. It's all but a matchmaking system mm -hmm. at that point. Now you're just like, OK, how committed are you? Are you ready right. to start? Are you ready to do mm -hmm. this work? Because everybody's not ready. Just because people have a pain mm -hmm. and a problem, there are, believe it or not, a lot of people who still are not ready. Right. For whatever problem. reason. Mm -hmm. Right. They're willing to deal with the pain a little mm -hmm. longer and God bless them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you'd have to have a system in place that allows your sales team to follow up. Right. Now, this is not about nurture. Everybody has nurture right. campaign stuff, but a follow up <laughs> is called work mm -hmm. in a pipeline. And for mm -hmm. whatever reason, in 2022, People don't work pipelines anymore. I have mm -hmm. absolutely no idea why, because we make more money in pipeline follow-up than we ever do on the front mm -hmm. end, but most people don't have the patience, right. don't know what to say, and they don't mm -hmm. have a system to ensure yeah. that they If can. you got them partway in there, why aren't you you know, doing that, that next step? Exactly. <coughs> and so those are the things that we do. We wrap them around a system. We give them a compelling offer, a focused avatar, a great core story, a prospect mm -hmm. journey, uh, an incredible fo pipeline follow-up system, and then we just let the system work. <coughs> Right. Mm -hmm. And while you're doing whatever you do, you know, you're mm -hmm. serving people, you're building empires, mm -hmm. you're creating content, you're traveling the world, you're doing mm -hmm. the things that you want to do with your mm -hmm. business. And it's growing mm -hmm. predictably and consistently uh, without your, mm -hmm. without you having to be the one to turn all the screws. Right. 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 You know, and, and the, the other part that I love that you're talking about is clearly that, you know, this is a process. And as part of that process, you're educating them. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think that's what so many times people, we do want to go from A to B, you know, A is, Hey, you need this B is you buy this. Right. You know, and every once in a while that works. I mean, but more than likely they have already been doing that education process, you know, used car sales. Great example. 
where, you know, we hate that. I mean, that's right. And, and that's the sales person that, that we all think at, right. um, but you know, if, if we've done our research, which so many people now are doing, then when we go in, it's easy for them to sell to us. So they really have gone A to B. There might've been a little bit extra in there, but I go in knowing I want this, 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 and this. Right. And that's it, which is, it, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, the whole online car sales thing. I don't know. I mean, I still want to go kick the tires, um, right. but, but we have educated ourselves. So there is education that is part of this. So why not be the, the person providing that education to show that you are a, a great, reputable, knowledgeable source? Yes. Um, be the person because, you know, most importantly, it's not necessarily that you're being the educator is you're the you're the conduit for their education right. right because i might there might be pieces of this that i'm not even teaching but you might right. mm -hmm. but i'm bringing the right solution all they know is they came to me and they got their problem solved mm -hmm. right when i was in mortgage there's something i used to do a lot we were in northern california we were in sacramento we were bedroom backyard community they called us for san francisco mm -hmm. and people would leave san the bay area to come to sacramento because the prices were like almost 50 percent. right and so they could still drive and commute 90 mm -hmm. minutes to the bay area and still have a work day mm -hmm. but what would happen is these people moved to the area and i made it my intention to become their hub of information ah. so when they would come they mm -hmm. would get their loan with us and i would say look mm -hmm. if you need your car you need mm -hmm. a transmission changed right. uh, worked on you need a mm -hmm. daycare or you need the greatest rib mm -hmm. joint whatever you need you only need mm -hmm. one number and that's yep. mine you mm -hmm. call my number i'll get you hooked up mm -hmm. and people started counting and i was work on mm -hmm. my parks but, but i was already hooked up i knew people right. but i was just mm -hmm. working deals too i was mm -hmm. like okay if i can get these guys many deals mm -hmm. i can maybe i can start getting free resources mm -hmm. or whatever but the thing that that everybody knew is if they called jim they got their problem solved mm -hmm. so when that time when the time came for them to refinance mm -hmm. or buy another you home. were somebody they thought of i was the first person they mm -hmm. thought of and like what i call i call this becoming barbecue proof because you know when you go to a barbecue and you start talking you say hey yeah we're we're thinking about remodeling the kitchen and mm -hmm. we're gonna do a refinance somebody at the barbecue always knows somebody mm -hmm. you go oh you gotta call my buddy steve right. and he's gonna go nah i got mm -hmm. my guy jim mm -hmm. you need to call my guy jim matter of mm -hmm. fact let me call him right now and put him on the mm -hmm. phone with you right, right? Mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that would happen mm -hmm. to me because i went so far out of my way mm -hmm. to ensure mm -hmm. that i stayed relevant and valuable in their world mm -hmm. over time that's right. what pipeline work is. Mm -hmm. And and as you said, it's it's work, but it's worth it, um, you know, because it, it also should be reciprocal. You know, so if, say, you referred, you know, somebody to, you know, the, the uh, you know, some, you know, the, the, the barbecue guy, then the barbecue guy, as he's here and stuff, he should also say, hey, you know, there's I've got this great mortgage guy. Um, you know, and because it's, it is a give and take and, and, you know, all of those things. And so, yeah, it's, it's going to take some work, which is, it's, it's been hard because of COVID, right? You know, we're not able to kind of go work those things and make those connections. Um, you know, I haven't been to an in-person networking event since February of 2020. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, I do all my networking now online. Right. Is it more difficult? Sure. Um, but, and, and I really miss the people. I mean, you know, you can tell I miss social butterfly, yes. but, um, you know, it's that, that I think is part of the networking process is somebody who's really good at it can go in and, you know, we, we said it at the very start, work the room, you know, and, and so they're going to know, okay, there's that person, they sell insurance. There's that person, they sell, um, this, there's that, you know, and, and, and they're going to go and they're going to touch base with every single one of them. How are you doing? You know, can I, can I do anything to help you? 
they're not saying a word about here's what I have to sell. Right. They're just kind of making those rounds and and you know reminding everybody that we're here and and you know and, and truly networking to build all of those connections so you can be of use whenever somebody needs something. It's so important and it's so highly overlooked, whether it's with partners uh, or potential clients. You know, I, I focus on, I, I've taken the approach of selling through people instead of to people. I much prefer to show up with you and say, hey, Deb, here's what I have going on. Do you know anybody who needs it? Right. As opposed to, hey, Deb, you want to buy my stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it just, it's just easier. It's mm-hmm. a more value. And you're going to, you know, you're, you're more mm-hmm. open to the conversation. Right. We can talk about it. Most mm-hmm. likely you do have somebody who mm-hmm. does yeah. need it. And but maybe I'm also going to go, ooh, I need that too. Exactly. Yeah, at some point you're going to go, hey, mm-hmm. tell me more about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I get a lot of partnerships and a lot mm-hmm. of clients that way, but I don't mm-hmm. show up with the intention of closing you for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but, but I do, but I do show up with the intention of delivering value to you. Mm-hmm. You know, who do you need to know? I am mm-hmm. very well connected. I have an mm-hmm. incredible Rolodex, as mm-hmm. do you. I mean, as long as you've been doing this, mm-hmm. 800 episodes in, and, you know, you know, um, many mm-hmm. of amazing people. And so, like, who do you need? What do you need? What's mm-hmm. a great introduction? How can I put you in right. front of the right person? Mm-hmm. And the more, then, then the more I can do that, you're like, okay, well, this guy's got some value mm-hmm. for me. He's got something mm-hmm. here. There's something in it for you. Yes. And I'm I trust you. him. Right. So it's, it's super important. And, mm-hmm. you know, what we just did, a, we just finished up a, a, a three-part series on uh, training of our mm-hmm. pipeline series. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we teach people in this white file is to show up with value over time for people and that you're sending them things that are purely about them. You're not, fo- mm-hmm. follow-up is not, hey, are you ready to buy now? Right. Follow-up is, here's something, mm-hmm. here's, here's, the, here's the message you want to be delivering mm-hmm. all the time, whether you state it mm-hmm. or just imply it. Mm-hmm. The message you want every time is, hey, Deb, I was thinking of you mm-hmm. and I have something for you. Yeah. And, and like you said, it could be totally unrelated. You know, it right. could be, you know, hey, I heard you mention that your, your kid is, is starting soccer this year. Totally. Here's this great new um, soccer club I've heard of. Yep. And you know what? And it, again, takes a little bit of effort, but it's so much easier to do that now than it's mm-hmm. ever been because I, all you got to do is look them up on Facebook mm-hmm. and you're going to see that mm-hmm. you're going to see that little Jimmy had his soccer cleat mm-hmm. is went to his first soccer game or their, their high schooler just graduated mm-hmm. or they just had a big bar mitzvah mm-hmm. or a wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Send them some, say, Hey, right. I was thinking of mm-hmm. you and I mm-hmm. wanted to share this with you. Yeah. That is so easy to mm-hmm. do. And to the point where if you don't do it, it's simply that you're mm-hmm. just lazy. Right. Yeah, because it's it's there. Now, I always tell people, you know, don't don't you know, you might tell them, hey, I saw on Facebook, you know, you don't right. want to come across as the stalker. But, you know, I remember years ago, one of the things that, that we used to do was um, we looked at people's LinkedIn profiles. So the same thing we mm-hmm. were getting, you know, little little tidbits. And and so, you know, the first meeting, it was, you know, you'd go in and you and you'd have a coffee mug. Uh, that was branded Colorado Rockies, you know, because baseball, yes. you know, you could have Denver Broncos, Avalanche, whatever, you know, wh- you know, whatever they, they might've been, you know, favoring and filled with chocolate. Hey, you know, happen to see on LinkedIn that, that you're a big Rockies fan or Facebook, yep. you know, and, and just thought you would like this very much. And then each time you do a little bit more and then maybe it's, Hey, I've got tickets. Would you like some tickets? You know? Yes. And, and so it's, it takes time. And obviously, you know, you're, 
you're doing this if it's a higher price type of thing. I mean, you know, if, if you're wanting him to spend a hundred bucks, right. you know, you're not, but if this is a relationship that you're nurturing and, and, you know, and I always say, Hey, I saw on Facebook that, you know, this is, is what's going on. Um, because yeah, you don't want to come across as the icky stalker, but you know, it's, it takes such little effort again, just to show those things. And even if it's, you know, just, you know, when we're actually like in somebody's office, right. Um, and you see a picture, you know, that they've got behind them. And you're like, hey, tell me a little bit more about that. Or that looks, right. you know, that looks great. It's just, as we said, taking interest in people and showing empathy for them, that's going to go so much further than, hey, you want to buy my product. Right. Totally. And it's all about, just, you know, the, the authenticity in this is real and it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate that word because it's so overused. But mm-hmm. um, you want to make sure that you know, th- there's a rule number one in our company is mm-hmm. it's not what you're saying, but it's who you're being while you're saying it that matters. Mm-hmm. And that applies to literally everything. Right. So if you are in the office and you see a picture of, you know, what clearly looks like walking down the aisle mm-hmm. with their daughter mm-hmm. or a graduation ceremony, right. and it doesn't interest you in the least, don't mm-hmm. say anything about it. No, because, because you come fake. across as fake right yes. away. Mm-hmm. But find something. If you mm-hmm. see the golf you know, the golf trophy in the back mm-hmm. and you like golf, then comment on that. Say, right. oh, wow, where was that? Mm-hmm. Did you play Riddicksburg? I played Riddicksburg before, you know, mm-hmm. ask, what to, but don't take fake interest in something mm-hmm. just to try to get something going. Right. right. So there should be something inside their office or their living room or wherever mm-hmm. it is you are that should be of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So make sure you take in on that. Mm-hmm. Um and then just be a value. But, you know, you mentioned the, the $100 price point. Like, obviously you want to make sure you're profitable, mm-hmm. um, but you never know. What, you know, the first thing you need to do is understand Mm -hmm. that you have a lifetime value Mm -hmm. of your clients and you need to put that and do the math. You need Mm -hmm. to be doing math ahead of time Mm -hmm. and you need to know that, okay, maybe everybody's Mm -hmm. first purchase with you is a hundred dollars, but 27% of them Mm -hmm. upgrade to the thousand dollar thing. And then 10% of them upgrade to the $20,000 thing. Mm -hmm. So all of those things are in Mm -hmm. the equation. And so maybe you spend a hundred dollars to get a hundred dollar client, but you know that the odds are you just right. got to do the math to know mm-hmm. that for every hundred client mm-hmm. you get in the door means 0.3 of your mm-hmm. $27,000 right. product. Mm-hmm. So just do everything you can to keep mm-hmm. that momentum mm-hmm. going and being of service, which means maybe you're not as profitable on the front end as you mm-hmm. can be all the time, but you're delivering extra value so mm-hmm. that that person has a higher likelihood of sticking in your world mm-hmm. longer. Right. right. Yeah. You, you have to keep that, that long-term picture um, in mind. Very much so. And mm-hmm. we, so, you know, we have every, all the trainings that we do are centered around scaling and systems, right? So mm-hmm. we're putting systems in place. So we have a webinar coming up that's a, um, you know, fill your calendar and five extra sales mm-hmm. because, and it's all just simple stuff. None of it's rocket science. It's just stuff that people aren't doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we have an, an event coming up where we're going to unpack all of our systems. We're going to mm-hmm. help, you know, people are going to walk away with a playbook that has, uh, that has opens up the kimono to mm-hmm. all the systems that we put in place for our clients that are mm-hmm. delivering, you know, a, upwards of $300 million worth right. of sales so far. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, those are the things that when you, when you engage with us, you know, these are the things that we're putting on your plate. We're, we're not, again, mm-hmm. we're not teaching you how to sell. We're teaching you how to put systems in place mm-hmm. that make you replaceable. Right. 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 And so you want to be thinking that stuff through in, you know, as you're coming across the people that you serve, how many different ways can you mm-hmm. show them the future version mm-hmm. of what it's like to look, work in your world? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I love that you keep saying, how can I serve? I mean, that really is the, the crux of all of this, you know, and, and, and like you said, they might never buy from you, but they're going to remember that you were the guy that told them that this was where they should go to get the best thing for their daughter's wedding. 
and you know, hey, you need to to talk to him, uh, you know. And and so yeah, it's you know, we never should discount those who you don't think are gonna gonna buy from you because you never know, um, right. you know. And and uh, you know, it's I I always you know that I like the people who say, well, you know, we're we're brick and mortar place. Right. And so I'm not going to connect because I'm a big social media person. They'll say, well, I'm not going to connect with people further away. And I'm like, but you don't know who they know, you know, right. and, and they might know the person that, you know, lives right next to you. And, and oh. just always be, you know, remembering about those opportunities. You know, when uh, say somebody who's looking for a job, you know, that person might not, you know, be hiring, but their husband might be, or, you know, somebody at church might be, you know, and so it's, it's, you just kind of always have to keep working that pipeline because you never know where you know you're gonna gonna make it rich. Very much so. I mean, I we've we had a client sign up with us last year for something that was started listening to me on a podcast five years ago. Wow, I didn't even know he existed, mm -hmm. and then he showed up at one of our events. Mm -hmm. Right, so just keep putting value out there and let people take it at their. It's, mm -hmm. it's your job is to put it out. It's not up to you to determine how they consume it. Right. It's up to them to consume it. Mm -hmm. You just got to keep putting it out. Mm -hmm. And make sure that they say, "Hey, yeah, mm -hmm. I like it, and I want more." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and again, have it be valuable, and you know, things. You know, I companies are always asking me, "What do I post on social media?" And I say, you know, especially if they have a sales team, mm -hmm. what are your most frequently asked questions? You know, and there's there's no such thing as a stupid or unique question. <laughs> you know, somebody else. You know, there's there's at least two people that care about it, if not more. And, you know, and so those are great things to be putting out there to say, hey, you know, we've, we've got people who, who want to know how you do this, this, and this. You know, you're not saying, and we can do it for you. Anyhow, you shouldn't be, right? right. But you just say, hey, you know, we, we know people are curious about this. So here's this information. Yeah. And, you know, and the other part is make sure that do your best to share stories and case studies about it. Mm -hmm. That way you're not just saying, you right. know, it you're demonstrating mm -hmm. that you actually understand mm -hmm. them and have already solved mm -hmm. it for others. Mm -hmm. Right. So without you having to say, we're good at this, mm -hmm. you can just say, oh, you remind me of Deb and she mm -hmm. came to us with that problem and mm -hmm. we solved it this way. Mm -hmm. And here's what she's doing now. Right. Right. And then people, oh yeah, I can see that. And I'm, I'm, I'm like Deb. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just learn to tell a lot of stories mm -hmm. and it's, it's indirect it's, but it's, right. but you're making the point mm -hmm. and it's, and people you know, like my, the, my Angelou, I think gets credit for the quote, but it's, you know, people don't remember what they say, but they mm -hmm. remember how you felt mm -hmm. the way you felt when you said, right. it. Mm -hmm. and it's all about making them feel a certain mm -hmm. way. And then, you know, cause we all make decisions, a hundred percent of us make decisions emotionally and then justify mm -hmm. them logically. Right. So your job is to make sure that they're making mm -hmm. an emotional decision. Mm -hmm. Right, get them moving towards some pleasure or away from some pain, mm -hmm. or affirming their decision to mm -hmm. take this step forward. Right, you want them always feeling good mm -hmm. or clearly understanding why they're not feeling bad anymore. Right, one mm -hmm. of something they have to be connected to it. Then you can show them. Well, this is the five things we did, and this mm -hmm. is what it's going to make happen. Right, mm -hmm. but just make sure you know that because even like I, people always say, "Oh, well, they're a detail person, so mm -hmm. you got to sell them the details." They don't want details. The, what you look for is the details make them feel warm and fuzzy inside. Mm -hmm. So your job is to make them feel warm and fuzzy inside mm -hmm. and then provide details as necessary. Right. right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, you feel in the room, you know, yes. taking, taking the temperature of what they're wanting. Amen. Well, oh my gosh, Jim, this has been so much fun and we've only got a couple of minutes left. So tell us, you know, how people find your company and what are the services that you provide? Yeah. Thank you. Um, 
Uh, first thing is uh, you can find me on my personal website, which is jimp360.com, jimp360.com. And you'll find all my social medias. You'll find videos about, about what we do and where we're going. You can find out how to hire us, how to work for us, mm-hmm. um, our upcoming events, et cetera. Um, but what I want you to do is go to that site. Mm-hmm. On there, there's a contact button. Hit the contact button and shoot me a text message. Let me know that you heard me with Deb on the Power Hour and um, that you would like access to our anti-closer sales system. So ah. just shoot me a text and mm-hmm. give me your name mm-hmm. and just and uh, your email address and just say anti-closer. And then I'll text you. Here's the most important part of this. Mm-hmm. Text me. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get to know you, mm-hmm. right? I'm here. To, I, I do everything I can to connect with people. I like to mm-hmm. build relationships. I want to know you. I want to know what problems mm-hmm. and challenges you have. Notice I'm not sending you to an opt-in because right. that's very impersonal mm-hmm. and transactional. I want mm-hmm. to get to know you. Mm-hmm. So let us know what's going on. And then, you know, we can sort out what what sales problems that you're having. And either you're at a place where we can help you build the systems mm-hmm. in place inside our mastermind, mm-hmm. come to one of our events and workshops where we can help you put together mm-hmm. a conversion event. Or if you're scaling and rolling and you're truly at the place where you need to replace yourself um, and start putting a sales team mm-hmm. together, then we got you with that. Mm-hmm. But either way, we want to find out what, what direction you're going and what's the best vehicle that we can do to help you get there, whether it's with us or any of our partners, any people we know. Right. So what was that website again? Jimp360.com. J-I-M-P360.com. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, this has been, I, I love conversations like this because I think so many people do think, ugh, sales. And what they don't realize is it truly is building relationships, being, you know, building relationships, building value, giving back, and the sales will come. Um, you know, but it's not immediate. And I think that's the the big thing is, you know, we're, we're all used to this, you know, I want it, I want it now type of, of thing. And that's just not the way the world works. Yeah. Amen. Delayed gratification. Just remember this 90% of your total addressable market, right? That's a marketing term, TAM. Um, 90% of your total addressable market is not going to buy from you today. They're going to buy from you sometime in the future. So you need to have a plan, a process, and a system and a strategy to ensure that you're still around in their world in the future when they're ready to buy from you. I love it. You know, normally I ask for a final thought. Do you want to leave it with that or do you do you have something else that you want to leave us with? Yeah, that's a great one. But uh, I will say this, uh, you know, depending on when you're listening, of course, you know, mm-hmm. it's times and seasons come and go. But right now in the middle of 2022, mm-hmm. um, just understand that. Um, the greatest opportunities that ever exist come in very uncertain times. And so you need to be prepared. You need to have a good strategy, a good plan so that you can show up and take advantage of the opportunities that fall in front of you and gain market share where other people are retracting because of uncertainty and fear. You want to go on offense. I love it. You know, I- I've been having such a great time talking, ooh, sales. <laughs> and and it really has been such a fun discussion. I can't wait to do it again because I think it is important to to remind people this is, you know, sales are good. You know, the, but it's it's going to take a time. It's going to take a process and it takes being human. I mean, you know, you said that several times and, and so I love that. But I am Deb Creer. I've been having a great discussion with Jim Padilla. I can't wait to do it again. But until then, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.